Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. Like we said, this week is a replay week. So we picked out two interviews to share with you while we pause and reset for the new season, which will start up next week. But today we have Sarah Gibson Tuttle on the show. She's the founder of Olive and June. Okay, so fun throwback trivia that pertains to this interview. I wasn't actually there for it. This was recorded in the summer of 2019. 
And if I'm remembering correctly, I had laryngitis. So intern Tiff subbed for me. Remember intern Tiff? That'll be a fun throwback. She's in this interview along with Jessica Matlin. It's a great interview if you're interested in entrepreneurship, what it takes to create a beauty business. Uh, I have to admit, I'm also running this one because my best friend from childhood, Jess Lipson, shout out Jess Lipson down in Philly. She's obsessed with Olive and June as are so many people. It's cool because we talked to, or they talked to Sarah at the beginning of her at-home manicure business. And DIY manicures have had such growth in the last year, probably because of a lot of us are home more. But her company's on fire, and it's really interesting to hear what it was like when it was first starting up. A little background on Sarah. She was an equity sales trader for 10 years before starting her business. She now lives in Los Angeles with her husband and her daughter. And she's a delightful follow on social media, if you want to do that. She's at Gibson Tuttle. That's her Instagram handle. And of course... Olive and June is her company. And I hope you enjoy the interview and we'll see you on Friday. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Happy to be here. This is so, this is very exciting because we've been talking about having you on for a while. And we haven't had a proper like manicure expert in at least two years or something, which is insane. Yay. But before we jump into the beauty side of things, I just want to do like a little bit of like a little lightning round of questions so that our listeners can get to know you a bit and adore you as much as we do. Can't so wait. Here's just some topics that are scared. very important to Jen and I. <laughs> no wrong answers. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Mine too. Besties. It's it's <laughs> it's the only one worth having, I think. I agree. Once in a while, you'll find that they get that they go a little minty, too minty, and you're like, I don't want a toothpaste here. But yeah. for the most part, I also really like um, cookie dough. I like to scavenge sometimes for like co- the dough. Do you but- eat raw cookie dough? Yeah, of course. Yeah, me too. But for me, if it's it's like kind of mint or bust. But those places that are, I feel like are the fancier places, oh, they like have, artisanal ice cream. Yeah, they get too minty. I'm not interested in I any know. artisanal. So, ice where's cream. your fave spot? That's a really good question. Probably like old school Baskin Robbins, nice. but um, oh, I re- you know what I really like is um, Ben and Jerry's because the mint chocolate chip is actually mint cookie. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one too. Okay, cats or dogs? This is going to be very controversial, but I actually really like the attitude of a cat. I don't own. Why either. is that controversial? I think a lot of people feel like you, if you're not a dog person, that signifies something about you. Jess I've, is a cat person. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very much a cat person. I love dogs too. I but, don't I don't love dogs. I like okay. dogs, kind of. I really enjoy cats. <laughs> okay, so I would same. have a cat if my mother-in-law was not allergic. <laughs> uh, okay, favorite charity. So many. Um probably baby to baby in LA. Um I love the work that they're doing and as a mother it really resonates with me. What is baby to baby? So baby to baby is a charity in based in Los Angeles that essentially provides um necessities for um for moms and they'll do anything from like having a mother's day um a drive or basically they're bringing all anything that mothers, they'll pamper the mothers as they're basically treating the kids to Mm. an amazing activity, amazing day. And then they're leaving with all the necessities that they might need. They provide, I think some, I don't know the exact stat, but I think it's more diapers than like any other organization in California. Um, It's, it's incredible. It's, um, it's Kelly Sawyer, Petrikoff and Nora Weinstein. And I just, I, I love what they do. Um, so I don't know that it's my favorite because I feel like it's, I feel like picking a favorite feels 
But I, but I truly Yeah, we need to rephrase that one. Charity you love to support. Charity, Charity that needs to, a light shine on it, yeah. shown on it, whatever. So I would say them, and then I would say Children's Hospital of Los Angeles that's super focused on um, it's it's kids with, that are very, very, very sick. And I've seen um, the new incredible work. And so those are the two charities that Olive in June has done a ton of work with. Oh, cool. So most embarrassing song on your playlist? Um, Sucker by Jonas Brothers. Oh my God. <laughs> Why is it embarrassing? I think that I really, I mean, first of all, I don't think it's embarrassing at all because I love the Jonas Brothers and I love that they've come back. And I think it's really hard to do that. Sure. Um, I don't know that you were alive when the Jonas Brothers were first in action. Um, <laughs> you were like five, but I, which I'm very jealous of all of your skin, everything about it. Um, but, but I like, I love a comeback story, but also like I'm a bit of a like teenager in my music taste. I, I, that's okay. That's acceptable. I have some Miley on my playlist. And Celebrity oh. Girl Crush? Celebrity Girl Crush is hard because there's so many people that I love, but I would say I really, really love Mandy Moore. She's been a longtime Olive and June client, and she probably is the nicest person that she's just, our team is obsessed with her. Oh, that's like real because she real. seems like she's really nice, but you never know. She is, our our team lights up when she walks in the oh, door. Okay. You actually, you have a nail polish color after her, yes. which leads me to my my last Little lightning round question. What is your favorite nail polish color? Of my line or generally? <laughs> OPI, you know, <laughs> of your line. <laughs> OPI tiramisu for two. Um, it's that, I'm just going to stick with my line because it's sure, easier. Yeah, yeah. I have two currently. I love HD, which is named after Haley Duff, who's probably my other celebrity girl crush. Um, although it's a little weird when these people are, are your friends or supporters of Olive in June, mm-hmm. but I love a really white, white, white. Mm-hmm. And then Caroline Dijon, the, the color CDJ, which is like a, it's it's like not a purple, but it's like not a nude and it's kind of straddles the line of both. And I, it just looks, it looks Oh, like that the, sounds cool. I want to try that. It looks the best on me. Okay. So that brings us on the nail tip to your business, Olive and June. So you were actually, you know, the first time I met you, I was, you seemed very with it. So I wasn't very surprised that you were a money person (laughs) before getting into the beauty world. So why did you decide to make that career switch? I, so I worked, I was an equity sales trader at Morgan Stanley and JP Morgan. And I really loved my clients, but didn't love the underlying business. I didn't love what I was doing every day. I didn't actually care if the market went up or down. And it got to a point where I felt like I have to do something. I have to use, I like love people making them happy. And I need to use this part of my personality to do something that I actually love doing. You had this idea, I'm guessing, for Olive and June while you were there, right? Yes. So a lot of our listeners, I'm sure they, you know, whether it's beauty or something completely, you know, outside of that, they have an idea. How do you kind of put those steps in motion? How did you go from, I have an idea and I'm sitting at my desk and I can't wait for it to be six o'clock or 12 o'clock whenever you guys left (laughs) and then actually start that? I think you have to be 150% wanting to do it. I think you have to basically be like crawling out of your skin wanting to do it in order to be successful at it because it is being an entrepreneur is a thousand times harder than being an equity sales trader. And I worked whatever it was, 20 hours a day. Yeah. So you have to, and I work more now and I'm, and because when you own your own business, there is no downtime. There is no, you can always be doing something to improve your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking time off isn't really, you can do it, but then you've wasted those six hours. So, right. or if you feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself. So it feels like I've wasted six hours. Um, so I knew, I I had gone to LA. I had started interviewing. I had gone to Dry Bar. 
And when I, when in the, the original concept for Olive in June was the dry bar for nails, I was like obsessed with the idea. And so then I started talking about it. And then I obsessively talked about it. I obsessively talked about what it would be, what it would look like. And I think I road tested it a bit and I saw what the women in LA, how they reacted. And it was so, it was just like so, they had such a visceral reaction to it. How did you road test it? So I would be at dinner. So what I did is I started interviewing and then I had the idea and I had started dating my now husband. And Mm -hmm. so I would be around his girlfriend, you know, girls, girls who are friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no other girlfriends around there. Mm -hmm. And I'd be at dinners and I'd be like out with, you know, out with, I didn't really have any friends in LA. So Mm -hmm. it was really like, I had like a couple of friends, but it was mostly like friends of his. Mm -hmm. And I would talk about it and they would go crazy. And so then my husband would say, let me, well, you should tell this person because they're really discerning or like talk to this person. She'll always shoot an idea down or, Mm -hmm. and so I would really like talk to people that probably wouldn't necessarily be like yes to everything, which is probably what I would have said. And when you say the dry bar of nails, is it that it's consistent service or that you could book on your phone or that there's like a visual identity? Like what, there are certainly nail salons in LA, you know, but what, what was your, when you see the dry bar of nails, I'm not totally clear on what that is. What I loved about dry bar was that you could walk into this well-branded space mm-hmm. and it was an affordable luxury price. Yeah. I felt like, and, and, you know, and it, the service was consistent and I, and I've always loved like a Starbucks. So I mm-hmm. always like a consistent replica, like a replicated sure. thing. Like when I studied abroad in Europe, I was like devastated that every day that have like a different, t- like, um, different bagel flavor. I'd be like, no, I want the poppy seed every day. <laughs> you want your routine. Yes. So I wanted that in nails. So I love dry bar because of that. I didn't have it in New York at that time. But I thought to myself, this would be amazing if it was nails because that's mm-hmm. my that's my sure. love. Yeah. And so it was really about the customer service and really about the space. It really morphed from there. I mean, what started as like, I think our branding, our initial branding was like very dry bar-esque um, to when we actually Was brought- it like gray and yellow? It was like orange and gray. <laughs> you are very inspired. I was so inspired. But then what happens is that I I, I met an amazing woman whose name is Crystal Mears and she became our brand director. But at first she was just my friend and she was like, she had written the very first article on Dry Bar for Daily Candy. Again, back when you probably don't remember Daily Candy, but... I don't. Oh, devastating. Oh, God. Devastating. All right. I know. That's why her, her skin looks so good. Um, Tiff, I, I wish you guys could see Tiff's skin. Oh, it's like glows. It glows from within. Glow really does. Like Vinter's, Vinter's daughter. Like, you know. <laughs> um, so, so, she, so she said to me, dry bar is Allie. Mm-hmm. The olive in June has to be Sarah. And so mm-hmm. what does that look like? And so that's when it really morphed and, and it's why the brands are so different um, personality-wise because we are different people. As, as And by the way, now we're like, we're best friends. So it's a funny thing, but it, life really comes full circle. But it's um, but for me, it was really the customer service and the well-branded and the affordable luxury price point. And I wanted to do that in nails. Nice. Okay, so any advice for those people that are dying to make that career switch but don't have the courage to just go ahead and do it? I think if you don't have the courage to do it, I wouldn't do it. And I say that with like all the love in the world because I constantly get emails from people asking if they should do something. And I'm so supportive. I'm I'm like the most, I'll, I'll like do anything for a friend who's starting mm-hmm. a business. I'll like post a million times to ad nauseum. People mm-hmm. will be like, are you getting paid for that? <laughs> um, like nothing sponsored here. Um, I think it has, the, the courage has to come from within and you mm-hmm. have to be like diehard about it because it is, it is so hard that you have to be able to get yourself out of the out of the valley. 
So like if you don't have the gumption and like the the drive at the start, it's like, oh, wait, buddy, like this is just the beginning. Yes. Like you're going to, you're and not going to have the steam to carry on when it's bad. Yes. And I also think like founders are irrationally exuberant. So they are like, my idea is the best idea on the planet. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that, you're already stuck. And not everyone's meant to be a founder. Like uh, my GM, my CFO, CEO are, are, you know, in some ways they're like number twos, right? Like they're not, they're not, I guess, a founder, as they say, a founder is the number one. They're incredible humans who don't want to have, who don't have my personality and I couldn't do it without them and they can't do it without me. Uh-huh. So if you don't have the courage to be the founder, go help build a business and be like, I couldn't live without them. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't do the business. And so, by the way, they probably feel much more loved by me than like than the reverse because I'm like obsessed with them. So I just think understanding your personality and knowing that like three days into Olive in June, like I said to my husband, I was like, I want out of this. And he was like, you are strapped in. Like there's no, you can't get wow. off this roller coaster. It's really hard. Why did you want out three days ha- in? It was just- hard. Like the, you know, the team, I'd never managed anyone before. Mm-hmm. I had never owned a business. I had I had been a sales trader and had a, a bunch of accounts and was a producer. So it was really difficult. And my team made me a better person. So let's go back to Alvin June for a sec. So you have three salons in California, right? Yes. Okay. So what you talked about how there's consistent service, like dry bar of nails. But what else, since a lot of our listeners probably have not been to Olive June, just walk us through that experience. Why is it different than the corner place, you know, that's a $10 many? Absolutely. So Olive and June is named after my grandmother's. June is my grandmother. Olive is my great-grandmother. The idea behind naming it Olive and June was so that you would feel, it would feel familial to you mm-hmm. the minute you like saw, whether you saw it in an article or you saw it in person or you just heard about it. Um, that's why we didn't call it like the nail bar, mm-hmm. you know, and like I definitely, you know, I was very inspired. So <laughs> there was a moment where a nail bar floated through the ether. Um, but <laughs> Dry I, bar? I see you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know, like all of you like nail store. Um, so so you guys might want to know that list. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see it. Like before I tapped my creative side, it was it was bleak. Um, so so then I and I've always loved the name June. It's who's my grandmother. My daughter's middle name is June. It's my favorite name. Um, and my husband informed me that like he thinks it's superstitious to like name your child after someone who's living. So Mm. I literally was like, I've got to use this name June somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I named it all of June after my grandmother's, but I really wanted it to feel familial. You'll see the logo is like a bit blocky. And the idea is because as Crystal said to me, this has to be about Sarah. I looked at it like I'm a pretty, I love a lot of feminine things, but I'm also like the girl who would mm-hmm. be at the dive bar drinking a beer. And so mm-hmm. we tried to make it feel like while there's like a lot of neutrals and light colors that it felt like it encompassed my personality. Mm-hmm. When you walk into Olive in June, um, it is very, very clean. It is very, you know, the idea is that you look at the polish wall, there's 500 bottles of polish, all different colors, all different um, brands, but that you walk in like there's low slung, um, low slung, like kind of like Scandinavian looking chairs, um, all light woods, whites, florals. That's very our vibe. And so um, you're getting color on the polish wall, but you're not really getting color otherwise, otherwise really, mm-hmm. because the idea is that you, the person, are bringing the space mm-hmm. to life. Um, so hopefully it feels like as familial as your grandmother's house, but like looks like your stylish best friend's house. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, we take your pre- nail preferences, we sterilize all of our tools. Again, we have tons of nail polish options so that you never get sick of 
that same, having to do that same color, mm-hmm. the, the client service is just hopefully over the top for you. Your manicurist is amazing and talks to you. It just should feel like, as someone who called it once, like the female version of Cheers. Oh, that's so nice. Do you serve alcohol? Do you, do you remember Cheers? I wasn't around then. But you understand that concept. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Do you guys serve alcohol? We don't. Okay. We actually, well, one thing we don't do just because I like to keep it. Make sure that nothing bad nothing happens. That, yeah, you, yeah. Why, why add in that variable? Um, so I would be drinking every day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it takes a lot to to launch a business. But I think about starting a nail salon in the past couple of years. The nail salon industry is so fraught with problems. It's funny. I was talking to some friends last night, and um, I was telling them that they were coming on the show, and we we're just talking about nails and stuff. And my friend said. You know, I don't know if when I go to nail salons, if I'm like perpetuating a cycle of um, unfair labor because I should have backed up. But I'm, I'm thinking everyone here who listens to the show knows that, you know, New York Times blew the lid off of that story, which was like the worst kept secret in the world, is that the nail industry has some real employment issues, um, not paying people enough, not a fair wage, all of that. So how can she know that she's going to a place my my buddy, that is treating their workers properly. And how did you guys deal with that? I, so there's a couple of different ways that nail salons or your nail appointment can be set up. If you're going to a nail salon, I would encourage you to go to a salon first and foremost, that when you think about that price of that manicure, mm-hmm. let's start here. When you think of the price of that manicure versus what minimum wage is, mm-hmm. that the nail salon is making money on that manicure mm-hmm. because if they because if they are not so for example let's just say California minimum wage depending on where you are it's around thirteen dollars okay if I'm charging twelve dollars in my man and the manicure mm. takes forty five minutes mm-hmm. there's no way that salon is making money right um, and so that means that they're cutting the workers' wages mm-hmm. they are not going to just go out of business they can't possibly do that they pay rent and so. Yes, there are services that scale up, but it's like it's really it's really interesting. The psychology is that nails in most of beauty um, and wellness, the the professionals are paid you know a dollar, two dollars, or more per minute. Nails is one of the very few, if only, services where this is not the case, and so you have this plethora of you know this 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 labor market that's being treated unfairly now. No, Vast percent, a big percentage of this labor market is illegal. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways, I hate to say this stuff out loud because I don't want people getting kicked out of this country. I don't want anything bad happening to mm-hmm. anyone. At the same time, this person should not get paid $6 an hour, Surely $8 not, an hour. No. So, you know, and then as California minimum wage goes up to, let's, it's going to be $15 at its max, like our manicure goes to $30, let's say, which is where our classic manicure is right now. People will say this is too expensive, but the same people want minimum wage to go up. So it's really frustrating because it feels like a $30 manicure that takes 30 minutes, 40 minutes is like, that's a dollar a minute. That's the literal minimum of what these beauty mm-hmm. professionals should be making. Yeah. And yet people don't want to pay it. So um, it's it's a real, it's a real how she can figure out where she goes. I would say number one, you can figure out the economics. Number two, go to a place where the manicurists are employees because ultimately um, the state, they're going to be protected by the state. And I think that's really important, mm-hmm. um, even if the manicures don't necessarily agree. And then if you want to go to a manicurist that's not technically an employee, I would go to manicurists that have created their own little spaces because then they can be independent contractors, but they're actually like 
they're able to control that environment where right. being an independent contractor is actually an independent contractor. I think, you know, I love a bargain just as much as anyone, but I think it's a real shame we've all gotten conditioned, at least in, you know, New York, I can tell you that there are places where you can go for a manicure for $10. And then, of course, there are places mm-hmm. like, you know, where you can go, uh, the chicer places where $20, 30 um, but you have to think about really what those dollars and cents mean and where they're going. So, because if it's ten dollars, yeah. then let's say they can pack in two manis in that hour. I, that's twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you think they're actually paying to stay in business? Like they're probably yeah. paying that manicure is ten to twelve dollars. Plus, I guess they get tip, but that technically should be part of their minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what minimum wage in New York is, but I can guess it's definitely not ten dollars. No, no, it's fifteen. So there you go. They're getting paid <laughs> yeah, less. So just do a little math before you pop in. Sixty sixty percent is usually the percentage. So probably it's twelve dollars is what they're making. So it's three dollars below minimum wage. If mm-hmm. they're if they're maximizing their book, right? If they're not, it's even farther farther. It's even less, right? Uh, okay, so sorry to be depressing. No, no, but it, this is the information we need. People are that they want to know what they're getting, and they don't want to contribute to a cyclical problem. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm-mm-mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring, and I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Super Power Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, 
in just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Guys, I have to admit, I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is a lot. I guess you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though at Quince. It's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fat mascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fat mascara. So, okay, you also, in addition to having Olive and June, you focus on at-home manicures, which is really cool. When I met you, I didn't realize that you were doing that um, and that you make products to help people do their own at-home manis. That's interesting because I feel like the when I think of the industry, I think of, you know, the paint boxes the um, at the higher end, the paint boxes, like the chill house, and then that's in New York. And then there's also, you know, the SEs, the OPIs, the Sally Hansons of the world. It's like, which lane do you want to go in? But you're playing in both. How come? What we realized a couple of years ago was when basically we had like wait lists every day. We were we had opened three salons. It was an incredible response. We probably had like four times the demand that we had appointments. Wow. And the labor market was really constricted, even in Los Angeles, which is a huge, uh, it's one of the bigger labor markets in the country for manicurists. And I was like, how do we scale this? Like, what? how does this work? What I realized- This is your business mind kicking in. <laughs> it was. Scale it. Okay. Also my CFO, CO, who went to Stanford Business oh. School. <laughs> no, I was Shout like, out to them. <laughs> Shout out to Claire for being the smartest human. Um, we also had, you know, we had 75,000 Instagram followers at the time and like all this press without a publicist and like so, it was so organic mm-hmm. and like all mm-hmm. these uh, like regulars that were diehard and people coming in for Coachella Manny's from Germany and like all kinds of crazy things wow. where it was like, we've made an impact here, but like it's a sliver. It's thousands of people a week. How do we make this millions? So we looked at the industry and the nail salon industry is a $10 million industry and a $90 billion beauty industry in the United States. Wait, the nail polish industry is $10 million. So nails, yeah, nail, all-encompassing, nail. including services, okay. is $10 billion. Okay, okay. And then in a $90 billion total beauty, so so nails, okay. hair, and makeup. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So it's already kind of small. It's already like about 10%, a little bit more than 10%. And in nails in that 10 billion, at-home nails is only 1 billion. So you have a 1 billion at-home nail market in a 90 billion beauty industry. That's 10%. It's it's 1%. Oh, it's 1%. <laughs> Oh my God! See, I, think I love do you, you. Do you want me to like help your your yeah, Claire please. out? Maybe yeah. I can shadow Claire. Claire, we have a CFO assistant <laughs> here in the office. Billion dollars. So it's only one percent. So the problem is, is that no no one's going to pay attention to yeah. that market. One in ninety, like no one cares. So I basically was like, okay, wait, what's makeup? Like, is makeup ten yeah. percent? Like, what's make? No, makeup is ninety nine percent at home. Hair is like 60% right, at home. Right, 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 right. Why right. is nails only 10% at home? So we did this deep dive and what we realized is that LA, New York, and San Francisco, two out of those three cities I've lived in, completely operate on a different planet. There is a labor market here that supports, to your point, a $10 manicure because it, it pushes the prices down because there's many more manicures. Mm-hmm. The rest of the country, women are getting their nails done three times a year and they're doing it themselves three times a year. So a total of six times. So you have wow. 40 times a year on the coast. And six times a year for the rest of the country. I believe that. It was insane. I was like, wait, well, but they're buying the products at Target because like they're doing it three times or Walmart or I love yeah. Target. <laughs> um, we did a collab with them. Uh-huh. So so I was like, wait, what is happening? So we, we interviewed these women and what we realized was that they were like, I cannot paint with my non-dominant hand and I have no nail routine mm-hmm. and no Me. one's. <laughs> yes, and no one's teaching me. I always have to start over after like, I, I thought I was all good and then I'll get some kind of, like one will be really thick and gloppy and then I take the whole thing off and I say, forget it. Which is so 100%. So what I did is I was like, okay, wait, if we can teach everyone in the world how to paint their own nails and we can make them as happy as the women coming out of our salons every day. Like the women coming out of our Olive and June salons are like, it's like they won the lottery. They're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. my nails are done. I can conquer the world. Like this is such an amazing feeling. I was like, how do we make everyone happy? Because nails last a week mm-hmm. or sometimes more. Like if you have a good polish, it lasts a week. Like there's a tail effect there that there isn't in makeup and hair. I want to give this to everyone. Like I want to bottle this up and give mm-hmm. it to everyone, literally. So I took 2018 off. I did my own mani for a year. Did my own manis for a year. Learned every annoying part of doing your nails wow. to your point of like the gloppy made a polish remover pot so you can just that one nail just dip it in and mm-hmm. it's like an etch-a-sketch you like remove it and then you can keep mm-hmm, you can just mm-hmm. start again how do you find how do you just create this nail routine and make it so fun for women um we started so and then on the non-dominant side we invented the poppy which is basically a universal polish bottle handle you can put on top of any nail polish bottle and stabilizes that left hand jen loves this she's actually i think raised a wand yeah she did raise a wand to the yeah. poppy yes. it's like it's so fun to me because it's like let's let's make it like so it's as if you're painting with both your mm-hmm. dominant hand all the time it just gives you that confidence and once you start doing it, you're like oh i'm not shaking this is really exciting yeah it, it's a simple thing it's hard to envision on audio but it is like this this nice little like chubby soft thing that you put on the top of your nail polish and then let's see i'm i'm right-handed so okay so it would be like if i'm doing it with my left hand it's kind of like it's just like a little anchor for your hand it's it does really work because it's a bigger the the polish bottles in the past no names were for professionals a little cap a, an, a really cool looking cap all of that a professional with their dominant hand can paint every day Wait, no props you, you're saying polish bottles in the past like surely a lot of polishes are still done oh, sorry, with professionals sorry. in mind before olive and june came on the market no yeah so <laughs> pol- polish bottles exactly you're right sorry excuse it's me it's okay polish bottles 
are made for the professional. They are, it could be any, it could be any size cap. Let's make it cool. Let's make it little. Mm -hmm. Who cares if it's like there's an over cap and there's like this little bitty thing inside. Yeah, I don't like that. It's, it's just, it's so frustrating because it's like, that's a professional, of course. It's not functional. Totally. Mm -hmm. So I was like, how do we make that functional for the consumer? What's the consumer product? And by the way, no wonder the market is only 1 billion because there's no consumer product. Like I sat down with Jen from Way, Jen Atkin, and I was like, I want to create a consumer product for nails. And she was like, that's what we did with Way. Like the consumer spraying their hairspray like right against their head. You can't give them a professional can of hairspray. Mm-hmm. What we're doing in nails is like, let's take this bottle that you already own and let's give you the option so that the consumer can use it. Mm-hmm. Let's get them into the category. Let's get them excited. Nice. Okay. So tell us more about your polishes. There's the five free, the seven free. So what are all nail polishes not free of these days that yours are? This is such a good question. I We could do a whole podcast on this, by the way. <laughs> so, okay. So it started off, our polishes are just so, our polishes are seven free and long lasting. There's mm-hmm. a, there was an intersection for us of how clean could you make your polish and also how long lasting could you make it cuz the number one issue for women is their nail polish their nail polish chipping so annoying mm-hmm. So then how do we solve for that? So I was like it has to be at least five free cuz five free includes formaldehyde and formaldehyde resin which are the absolute no-nos for every reason. Formaldehyde is cancer causing for anyone who doesn't know. Do you think brands still use that? So they did up until a certain period of time. If there if there is a three free polish that you were using, there is formaldehyde <laughs> resin in that polish. So check it. <laughs> yes. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes the drums that polishes are stored in, this is like mm-hmm. super granular, but the drums where they make the polish, mm-hmm. if they haven't replaced them after they've used formaldehyde, they can have trace amounts of formaldehyde because don't forget the formaldehyde... It, is in the air. Mm-hmm. And so it's very hard to get rid of. Um, so five free is the minimum for no no formaldehyde or formaldehyde resin. Okay. Polishes are made of resins. Um, it's paint. And that is really what makes it stick. So um, makes it last. So ours are seven, ours are seven free, but honestly for me, the, the five was the was the minimum. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why in a second. I wanted it to be long lasting, which means the base coat is in the color. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to last five, seven, nine days. Like how can you make this last as long as possible? We formulated our polishes in Korea. We went to U.S. manufacturers. We weren't impressed with the formulas they were coming out with. We went to a bunch of manufacturers around the world. I went to I went to Hong Kong to trade shows. To uh, you know to um, Bologna to trade shows. Like we we really looked at different manufacturers. Found these manufacturers in Korea who understood that you had to actually have a polish with enough amount of resin, but also the right amount of ingredients and would actually innovate with us and be our partner Mm -hmm. versus we do all the big brands in the U.S. So here's your shitty stock polish. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that just taking a step back, your nail plate is not that permeable. So it's a bit of a marketing scheme to say like that you absolutely have to, that, that that you need to be seven free, nine free, 12. I mean, some of these things are like 12 free, like includes like vegan. That's not free mm-hmm. of a chemical. So mm-hmm. like, why is that in there? And so it's getting a little out of hand. Seven and eight free are like where you stop, where it's all chemicals. Ultimately, your nails are not allowing really anything into your into your body. And so it's a barrier. It's why, you know, when your nail polish stains your nails, yeah. that's that should show you how it's trapping basically that pigment right. and not allowing it to go into your body. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so it's a good thing. It's a great thing. And I, I ultimately think that, listen, you want to stay away from formaldehyde period, but I ultimately think, and you don't, your nail polish does get on your skin, which is more porous than your nails, not a ton because 
it's also like ridiculous to say your skin is as porous as people say it is, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but it's, um, you want to be as safe as possible because like you don't want anything that near you or on your cuticles or on your skin that, that is going to have formaldehyde in it. But ultimately for me, the minimum is five. We made it seven because we could. Um, and I think anything, you want people that, you want a polish that's considered. That makes sense. Um, so let's get topical about summer right now. Let's do it. So when I put, I wore nail polish to the beach the other day, destroyed. There's something about being at the beach that water. makes it. It's the water, water. It's the salt water. But also like I put on bug spray a lot in the summer if I'm doing something outdoors. It's sticky, weird mess. Like it, it dulls the shine. What can we do to keep our nail polish looking fresh, especially in the summer? So my favorite thing to do is to top coat it every two to three days. Mm, that often. Thin layer of top coat. It'll make your, your mani look shiny. I also love um, cuticle. We have cuticle serum, putting it all around your nail, the dry skin on the side of your nails, plus your cuticles. It's good for he- healthy, hydrated cuticles, but frankly, it makes your salon look, your mani look like it was salon fresh, like just happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I definitely avoid water. Baths, the beach. If like, if you're going for a beach vacation and you can stand it, I'd say no polish just mm-hmm. because honestly, the the water, a pool, Water makes your nail plate expand, and then your nail polish pops oh, off. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Once it contracts again, it's like bye bye. <laughs> so let's get to the fun stuff. Let's talk <laughs> color. What are the popular colors right now? What's trending, or what are you loving? So we're seeing brights be have a huge moment. Um, some it's it's interesting. Neons are made. Neon polishes are made with neon powder, which most of it's not approved for beauty use. And so mm-hmm. we ended up not making neons for the summer because we wanted to make sure, and we didn't have time to source to make sure it was the right neon powder. Mm-hmm. But neons are having such a moment, and I love like a, like a little neon French over one a of neon our neon French. That's so nice. Like a that's thin cool. one, yeah. <gasps> right over like one of our neutrals, like right over oh MM my God, or I love that. CDJ. Yeah, like so. I love like a neutral mani with like a pop. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we're also seeing our summer our summer collection, which was like which is a whiteout, which is HD, and then that bright pink SE. We have a we have a peachy. Like we're seeing like a lot of those types of colors. Very like very traditional summer. Like last year and the year before, like for like two or three years, we saw a lot of darks in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not seeing that as much this summer. We're seeing like a much more traditional summer. Again, that's why neons mm-hmm. are so hot. I'm still stuck on like the creamy base with the mm-hmm. neon tip. Why haven't I never thought of that before? It's beautiful. As long but as you my do nails the thin. are really short though. No, like you do like a work. thin and you do it all the way and you do it all the way around. And like yeah. if you make your nails, especially if you make your nails on like an almond or a round shape or mm-hmm. oval, it's really, really pretty. I've just seen like it the with edge. like an orange neon. And it was I really love pretty. that. I love that. Yes, I'm down for that. So what are Olive and June's most popular colors? We always, our most popular colors are always neutrals. Mm -hmm. They're always like a classic, which is why our first collection, that spring collection was all like light shades with a lot of white in them. I love pastels. Yeah, it was a, (laughs) and we like powered them with white because actually the more white that's in a color, the more it looks good on every single skin tone. Mm. In fact, your skin tone is actually the hardest to match. Oh yeah, nothing looks good on me. (laughs) It's because like, it's such a porcelain skin tone with like, with and our uh, crystal has red hair. And mm-hmm. so like we ch- we put them on her first because we're like, wait, they're mm-hmm. the hard. It's actually yeah. the craziest because you're the hardest skin tone um, to match with. But we always do like a neutral mani with a little bit of nail art. Um, but it's why those first six colors are like very, um, are very popular. The most popular uh, polish that we have is GH, which is a very, very, very light pink. I actually like pink looks terrible on my nails. 
but it was very uh, humbling. G-H? G-H after Jerry Hirsch. Okay. It was very humbling to know that like what I want doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's always in your bag? Oh, like makeup or hair? Yeah, the whole thing. All of beauty. All of beauty. Okay. This is so exciting. Um, <laughs> in my bag. We're at that point, Sarah. I love it. <laughs> um, in my bag, which is is usually like six different little bags. Um, I always have the Olive and June Kit Kit, which mm-hmm. has, which we talked about a little bit before, but it has the top coat, the file, and our cuticle serum, just mm-hmm. because like you never know what's going to happen with your nails. I mm-hmm. sometimes have an Olive and June polish. Today I do. I have, I have a TT on my bag. And I also, I, I, uh, I also have probably like 15 lip glosses. I have Sarah Hap lip slip. <laughs> I have like eight Pat McGrath lip glosses. I have a bunch of, um, I have some flesh ones in there. I have an hourglass. Like I, I go for it mm-hmm. on the lip gloss front. Um, I have this new hand cream that I'm obsessed with. What is it? Um, it's called, um, it's going to have to, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I have to ask like our publicist. It's called like go to. Okay. And it's basically, it's an Australian brand and it's like, it comes out so creamy. I use it on my legs. Wow. I actually don't use it on my hands. It's like a hand and cuticle, which I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, raise the wand to this mm-hmm. hand and cuticle cream that I like. Yes, oh, raise the wand. <laughs> By the way, Sarah's vernacular. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I use it on my legs because like, I feel like it's just so creamy. Um, and what else do I have? I have like a ton of gum, a ton of Tic Tacs, always a pack of Mentos. I love Mentos. And some sunscreen, probably. The fruity ones and the mint ones. Fruit, but I like both. I prefer the fruity ones. I, and I'm I like a minty person. Which is your favorite flavor? I just like like the like the kind of citrusy flavors. Wait, but so 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 sorry. Let me just back up. So strawberry is not your favorite flavor? No, I'm sorry. That's really there's like <laughs> she's shocked. I, I just don't even like strawberries everyone's. There's like a whole <laughs> mentos pack that's just strawberry. <laughs> like, that I just like citrusy things. We would be such good friends. You would like take all, I would just want strawberry. That's all I want. And then we can go for mint chocolate chip ice cream. Love it. Yeah. So a lot of lip gloss, a lot of nail products, and like a couple of like, I have always have SPF and some lotion. What's your SPF? As big, as high as possible. Are you like control corrective for my face? Wait, that's the name of the brand? Control? Yeah, control oh, corrective. I don't know that. That's so a new one. Shawnee yeah. Darden is my facialist. Okay. I die for her. And she told me to use it, so I use it. Oh, I think you're just like segueing, like, and Shawnee Darden is my facialist. <laughs> like, and then you're gonna like list your glam squad. I was like, okay. <laughs> By the way, that'd be a good that's a good question. Who's your glam squad? Oh, I, that is good. Okay, we're gonna steal that. Um who's your glam squad? I was actually gonna ask you who cuts your hair because I love your haircut. Oh, yeah. You make so me want to cut my hair again. Thank you. Um when she's in town, Ashley Stryker cuts it. Mm. And when she's in We had her on the pod with I her sisters. Love them. Um they're dear friends and I think that she is the most talented. I can't wait for the R and Co club. But when she's often not in town hiking and doing like things, I don't know why she's doing any of that stuff. She would just be waiting for my appointment. <laughs> JK. Um on on Cotran. Okay. And he's and he recently cut it and he put in extensions. What? So That's I That's why your hair is so good. Platinum hair. <laughs> I like you did. Yeah. So I destroyed it. Um, and then, and Ashley's not, Ashley's not super into extensions. So I mm-hmm. kind of have to like, sometimes cheat on her and go to on because he, he will do my, he will mm-hmm. do. So it's just two on each side. And it's like, it just gives me fullness. Yeah, no, it's your, yeah. Cause you have like a, like a kind of like a choppy bomb. Yeah. But it's really full and it's very shiny, it's, but that, that's all you. It's shine. not full in real life, but oh, is wow, full you now. Got full, you got us full. I know. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Anything else that we need to know about Sarah Gibson Tuttle? Just that if you guys come to LA, please come visit us. 
Wait, to all of our listeners. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. To, oh, not just okay. Tiff and me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really meant it's all the listeners. Oh, okay. I was like, please come visit okay. us. Um, no, we just, I like, I run our social. So, mm. um, and I also obviously run my personal. But if anyone has any nail questions, like, I am constantly, women who wear polish isn't sticking on their nails, like, they'll use olive and June. And if they're prepping their nails right and they're doing the manic, like, basically just making sure there's no oils in their nail beds, okay. nail plates. And, that, and you use that just by, like, cleaning them off with a remover. Right? Exactly. Yeah. If they're doing that, they're getting like, if it's normally two days, it's five days, right? So they're getting, like, if it's normally five days, it's eight days. And we've had people DM us or put on their comments like, wait, it's not working for me. I will answer every DM. Like, let me know what you're man. You're I'll opening be- up Pandora's okay. box here. I'm not, I love it. I think there's like, I think she's a very busy lady, in. so don't get mad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I respond to every, I, I love it. And by the way, when you post and you tag us and it's a really pretty picture, that's sometimes why I don't like, elaborate how much I'm so excited that you posted about us because mm-hmm. I'm like too busy like working on someone's mani routine. Mm-hmm. But I love helping people. I think there's like to be able to do your own nails and have this manicure last. We did a mani marathon and some of these manicures <laughs> last. They lasted 14 days. Oh That's my 14 God. days. Mani marathon. I it love was it. was so, uh, we did it and people won years free of, worth of polish. It was amazing. So, but I want people to have that feeling. So hit me up. I am, hit me awesome. up. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> DM Sarah, guys. Sarah, thank you. It's so clear you love what you do and that you're like, you're in it to win it. Thank you. Thank you I for love coming it on so the much. show. Oh, this is great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O- L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.